What's up, guys? Welcome back to Views, the podcast where Jason came over today, and um, he's in his workout clothes, and my mom goes, oh, you went to work out? And he goes, no, 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 I just put the clothes on. <laughs> it's all I got to so far. So far. It's been uh, three hours into the day, and Jason's been in his workout clothes. We had to do the podcast, David. I would be working out right now. It's weird, because you sweat so much in your sleep that it actually does look like you've already worked out. You look like you hiked at least 10 miles. What'd you dream about? <laughs> Being in the shower? Why are you so soaked? It's 110 out here in Chicago. <laughs> Thank God you put the workout clothes on. All right, roll intro music. So right now we're in Chicago. Yeah. The other day we flew in from New York. We had we had things that we were doing in New York. Where our flights got delayed. That yeah. was fucking annoying. Yesterday. Yesterday was the worst. The worst time ever. We got to the airport at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I took off at about eight. Yeah, we took off about seven, eight. Yeah, as we well. we were on different flights. So it was me by myself, and then Jeff, Jason, and Natalie <laughs> were on a completely different flight. I don't know how that worked out, but there was an accident. That yeah, whatever. So that happened. I remember. I remember. Um, I remember we were sitting. I was waiting for my flight, and um, people like people were like getting frantic. They're like, "What's going on?" Like our flight didn't take off because of maintenance issue. Right. So it was like. It was a four-hour delay, not even because of the weather. It was just because of the the plane was broken, and I remember like everyone was super cool about it being broken. Everyone was making such good jokes, um, such good jokes. Yeah, like there was this guy who was that, making jokes. There was this guy like that is not what happens when you're in a four-hour delay stuck in an airplane. No, I, by I, the way, I know, but it was really interesting because there was a uh, so the the plane was broken down, and. And uh, the the plane was broken down, and the guy was like, "We're trying to fix it. We're trying to fix it." And then five minutes later, he goes, "Chloe, please check in. Chloe, we need you to check in. Flight, whatever, for her flight." And the guy next to me goes, "Oh, Chloe must have the missing part to the airplane." <laughs> I thought that was so funny. And we, were, and he was like, "Chloe, please come in so we could get this missing part." Soccer mom pulls it out of her purse. Um, no, so that was really funny. And then, and then, um. Uh, everybody, everybody was super because the guy that was like the 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 airplane guy who was like letting us in or whatever, who was making all the announcements, he was really cool. He was like, "Man, this fucking sucks." Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, guys, you guys have to wait this long. Yeah. Like, he was really cool, and so everybody was like, like feeling him. They were like, "Ah, oh, whatever, this guy's cool." Like, we're cool for delayed. <laughs> Except one woman. One woman was so fucking angry at him, and she came up to him and she goes, "My son works at United, and this has never happened." <laughs> and, and I just, I was like on my way to go charge my phone, but I literally stopped. I just stopped, and I, I sat there for thirty five minutes watching them argue because it, because it's so fucking crazy that like people like that. Like, like she would wh- even say that. Yeah, like what are you doing? Yeah, like look at everyone. There's hundreds of people on this flight, and and the guy literally goes, "Ma'am, you are literally the only person right now that has a problem with this. <laughs> We're all in the same boat." And and she kept yelling, and he goes, "Ma'am, look around. There is nobody. Everyone's just staring at you. Nobody is as concerned as you are." And she's so angry. She's like, "My son works for fucking United. This would never happen on their flights. I'm disgusted that you're treating your customers this way." And she goes, "She goes, she goes. I'm gonna write an email. I'm gonna write an email about your staff." Whoa! And- no, wait, 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 wait. Okay, all right, slow down, slow down. An email. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? What do you think this guy's gonna go? This guy's gonna go. Oh, okay, okay. If you're gonna write an email. 
just go ahead and board. Go ahead and board. We'll get the flight. We'll get yeah, the flight going right away. Yeah. Like what? What the fuck is? I I wanted to step in so bad. Janet, we need to intercept this email right away. And she's like, she's like making all this like, like making all this bullshit up. Like, do you know how much money I make a fucking year? Like, I need to get to. I'm like, dude, oh, shut the fuck. Threw that up. into it. It was crazy. I've never seen anything like it. And like, it, it kept going on. And then, and then, of course, people would come up to them and ask like people would ask the airplane guy questions. Um, and they would be like, when are we taking off? But they were super nice about it. Right. But she was the only one that was like a fucking asshole about it. And then the guy that made the joke earlier went up to the airplane guy and he goes, I just want to come up here and just say hello. I don't want to ask you any <laughs> stupid or unnecessary questions. I just wanted to see what's up. How you doing? Hey. And then he left because <laughs> he was he was fun. He was the comedic relief of the flight. We tried. Uh, we had an opposite experience. Everybody was just angry on mine. Oh yeah, and Jeff was about to pop. He was about to snap. There was a person on my flight that um, watched my videos, and he said, "My sister is on your friend's flight," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, how are they doing?" And he goes, "My sister's telling me that all your friends are doing push-ups." <laughs> and were you guys doing push-ups? That was how Jeff and he, Jeff was so funny. He's just like in the middle of the airport. He stands up. Everyone's waiting for their flight, and he goes, "Jason, let's do some push-ups." <laughs> And and I got embarrassed, and now it was like you never get embarrassed. And I was like, I know, I'm like, I'm like I want to, because he's got this thing. He's trying to work me out, and I can't say no to anything he presents. Yeah. So he presented airport push-ups. Yeah, those are the best. And uh, so I said, Yeah, come on, come over here. We'll go in the corner. And we'll yeah. Do the push-ups. And we did the ones where you like push up, slap hands, go back down, slap other hands. Oh my god, you couldn't be douchier. <laughs> nope. You could have be louder. You no, know, as if push-ups weren't already obnoxious. You're some, slapping each other's hands. Somebody also raised the point of you're touching the airport ground. Somebody said that. Someone like maybe DM Jeff Uh-oh. or something. And Jeff was like, was like, I don't know what we were doing. That was so stupid to touch the airport <laughs> ground with push-ups." Um, and then I went to um, and then I got on the flight, and then I, I couldn't. There was this man that was sitting next to me, wouldn't stop fucking staring at me, which was really weird. He kept smiling, like a man, like an older man. Yeah, older man, and he was playing Sudoku. And I looked at his Sudoku for a second, mm. like I looked at it because he was like into Sudoku. And he caught, he found out that I was looking at him right away, and he turned right around and just started laughing at me. It was really fucking scary. And he looked like he didn't belong on the flight. Like he looked like he was like Ooh. out of a horror movie, just randomly placed on the flight. Just waiting for it to go up and cause yeah, some so chaos. Yeah, so I put a hood on and I like I pulled the strings so I'd like disappeared into my hood. So I just like <laughs> fake sleep the entire time. <laughs> You're um, still there, David. He could still stare at you just because um, your hood is on. I couldn't I couldn't help but thinking if you you, you know how inertia works, right? Yeah. Yeah, I always I always thought this was weird. How I, I just lied. Oh, I don't. Well, I th- well, I also I may be lying too, but like basically, like you don't think it's weird that if you jump in an airplane, you don't just hit the back of the plane. <laughs> like I always thought that was weird. Like when you when you jump, like when you jump, your body just doesn't hit the back of the plane because it's inertia and you're like you're moving with the plane. Yeah, but like in an RV, if you jump, you don't go to the back. No. Yeah. So so what's your point? I just think it's so fucking interesting. It's interesting. It's like the. It's like. Have you ever seen the MythBusters episode where there's a myth where if you're in an elevator and it's about to crash and hit the bottom, yeah. Um, if you jump the very last second, you'll be safe. It, it, 
Yeah? That's not true. I wouldn't think it is. But I would think it is. You uh, would? Yeah, I would think it is true. If you're jumping, but that's inertia. That's because... David's been really into science lately because he did one collab with a science YouTuber. With a science YouTuber. And and then one day the science YouTuber couldn't come and David was like, it's okay, we're good. He's like, I know all about science. (laughs) Well, no, what I think is weird is, is what I was thinking about yesterday on the plane is if you jump, you won't hit the back of the plane. But what if you're able to fly, right? Yeah. What if you're able to fly? Would you, would you, would you hit the back of the plane then, or would it still be? I don't know. I guess with the rules of flying would wouldn't it, wouldn't apply to our, our regular. What if a fly gets in your car and you drive two miles? How fast is the fly going if the fly's flying around in your car? Oh, uh, okay. Then you're right. That answers my question. So yeah, he wouldn't hit the back of the plane. It, he'd also be. Well, he's flying. He well, yeah, but, but we're not. But yeah. Um, and then my other question was: Let's say you're <laughs> Superman. You such an idiot, Jason. Let's say you're Superman, right? Yeah. And you're, and, and let's say the world is an entire grass plane. Yeah. <laughs> if you put your fist out and you start fucking flying, right? Would you fly around the world or would you fly right off of it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're in the plane. No, you're just Superman. Yeah. No plane. Oh. And you're five inches above the ground. Right. I'm assuming you just fly around the world. Depends, yeah. If you want to go up in space, you go up in space. But flying around the world, yeah, you'd have to go in a circular motion. That one you should know. No, but I'm saying since the world is a circle, yeah, it's a sphere. The world's flat, David. Everyone knows <laughs> since, that. Since the world is a sphere, yeah, like maybe if if you are able to fly, obviously the rules of gravity or inertia don't apply to you, so you'd fly off the sphere rather than follow it around. Do you know what it I mean? D- it depends in what direction you go. You would follow the course of. The Earth. It looks like you're going flat, but you're actually doing a circle. No, but I'm saying you close your eyes and you just go forward. Oh, oh this is an eyes closed scenario. <laughs> Duh, <You laughs> fucking moron. Do you know what I'm listening. saying? How do you not know what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying, but like why would you're... you fly with your eyes closed? <laughs> that's the part of the story that's confusing you. None yeah, if you other... fly with your eyes closed, you're gonna run into a building. Yes. What no, the question no, is this? I already got rid of the fucking buildings in the scenario. Oh, because you said it's a grass plane. It's all the world is. It's it's the year negative three thousand. It's just grass all around. The, there's not even any dinosaurs you can run into. You said grass plane, by the way, which is a plane, and we were just talking about planes. So don't yell at me for getting the story oh, wrong. You thought, You're not communicating. You thought I was in an airplane that was covered in. Because you said a grass plane, so I imagine a plane that had grass on the bottom. You fucking dick. Okay. You're the dick. Okay, so you're flying. I'm, who cares? Who gives a fuck? No, no, I want to hear. No. Oh, you've taken us down this freaking far, I'm and getting, you're not going to finish it? I'm getting dizzy. I don't know if it's arguing with you or if it's thinking about flying around the world. I don't know what it is, but I'm getting dizzy. Today's show is brought to you by Honey, the easiest way to save money when you're shopping online. So you might ask, how do I know Honey has my back? Does it really work? Well, not only did Honey test over 1 billion promo codes last year, but it actually applied 185 million working codes to people's orders. That's a lot of real-life savings. Guys, Honey's great. It's basically just an add-on. It's free. Incredible. You, it's, it has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. Thanks to Honey, there's really no stress when I see that promo code box at checkout. Basically, it applies. If there's ever a promo code box at a checkout for for a bunch of websites, it'll automatically... J. Crew, eBay, Macy's, yeah. so like anything, Banana Republic. It'll automatically apply the code so you automatically save money. Um, so it really is a no-brainer. It's free. And the way they make their money is through the percentages you save. So you're not even... So you're fine. You're not, you're not paying any money for them. They literally just save you money. That's all mm-hmm. they do. It's a no-brainer. It's super easy to do. They sent out a billion promo codes last year. Wow. 
Look, there's really no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use and easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. Never overthink the promo code box again. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash views. That's joinhoney.com slash views. Honey, online savings simplified. We went to um, drive, we went to rent a car last night because, um, you know, Natalie needed to rent it. So we landed. I was like, let's just get the car tomorrow. She's like, no, David really wants the car. And I was like, okay, okay. So we take the shuttle all the way to budget. We get there, and she goes, she goes, Natalie made the reservation in David Dobrik's name. And the woman's like, I can't give you this car if David's not here. And she was like, I'm his assistant, blah, 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 blah. Made us wait for an hour. And then um, eventually someone came up and asked me for a picture, and Jeff for a picture. And, and That wo- works there? The woman goes, hang on, hang on, hold on. <laughs> who, who, are, who are y'all? Who are y'all? Like that. <laughs> and we're like, oh, I'm like, I mean, I just do YouTube. I'm a YouTuber. She's like, and then she goes over and she goes, well, y'all didn't tell me you was, you know, YouTubers. Y'all don't tell me. And Jeff goes, would that have gotten us the car? <laughs> and she's like, yes. Are you being serious? <laughs> yeah. Dead serious. And then eventually she was, she got us the car, but it was a, it was a Dodge Journey. And Natalie said that wasn't good enough. So, <laughs> well, she it, goes, "Oh, you are YouTubers. Just confirmed because they're douchebags. Won't take a Dodge Journey." But in Natalie's defense, they told her Tahoe over the phone. They we needed a bigger car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Oh, that's so funny. I love, I love when that. That's so funny when that. Actually, one of my favorite things, like yesterday when I was waiting at the airport, is a girl came up to me. I, I've been talking to like these people all day. Sure, like, the funny guy going nuts. Um, and then this girl comes up to me and she's like, "Can I have a picture with you?" Yeah. And then, and then those two people are like, "What do you do? What's going on?" Right. I love that because that's my favorite. Because trying to explain like YouTube to older people, yeah, is so fucking great. Because then they're like, well, "Can we look you up? Can we look you up?" And then yeah. they look you up, and then they're like, they're seeing the views on your videos, and they're so confused that they've never heard of you. Right. And it's it's like, well, how have I never heard of you? What's going on? And it's the best trying to explain. It. So I make YouTube videos, and they're like, so how do you get paid? YouTube pays you, or your subscribers pay you? It's so it's like. Like every time I have to explain YouTube to to like a parent, it's like it's like speaking to aliens. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. I had one woman, um, the girl came up to me in New York, and she's like, "I get a picture," and I'm like, "Yeah." And then her mom came up, and she's like, "Who are you?" And I go, "I'm George Clooney," <laughs> like totally just trying to make a joke. And the mom goes, "What? <laughs> You're George Clooney?" Like that. And she took a picture with me, and the kid was dying. Oh, she must not know what George Clooney looks like. The kid was laughing. She, the girl was like, oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> and then the mom was like, I just got a picture with George Clooney. But it was just me. Well, I, and I don't look anything like George Clooney. Yeah, but if I didn't know who George Clooney was, and, and, you, and you told me you are George Clooney, I'd be like, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> he let himself go a little bit. What? <laughs> he, he was a big movie star. Now he's relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> he's maxing out now. Um, I, did, um, I did Chop Jr. the other day. I was a judge on the show. Yeah, how was that? Um, it was really, really fun. I, this is the first time I've been a judge on anything. I have to say, amongst the friend group, people were talking trash about you. What were they saying? You, ha- you don't have the most sophisticated palate. Oh my god, I know <laughs> this doesn't taste like Chipotle. <laughs> and and the way my publicist got me the job was like they asked, like because they asked my publicist, they're like, "Do you have anybody that would be good for this Chop Junior judge position?" And she goes, "Yeah, David would be perfect." And they, the Chop Junior people go, what does he have experience? Like, how, what, what experience does he have with food? Yeah. And she goes, on his Instagram stories, <laughs> he does these food reviews where he shows everyone what food he's eating. And I, I think the Chop Junior people maybe thought that it was a more sophisticated review. 
than me just pointing the camera at my food and going, look what I'm eating today, guys. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I was hired. So I was, uh, for an entire episode, I was one of the guest judges, which, um, which was very scary because I'm the pickiest eater on the face of earth. Right. Like super, super picky. Um, I can't, I can't talk about who the kids were or what the food was because I gotta save that for when it comes out. But, um, but it was really, it was so fucking hard for me. It First was. of all, I'm, I'm not very judgmental. Like when it comes to like being on camera. No, you're the least judgmental person in the world. If people start like talking trash about someone, David just automatically chooses like the other side of like, hey, they're doing their best. Yeah, and it's like, and it was really because you have to be a fucking judge. So it was really hard for me to go, especially with food, yeah. where I have zero like. I have zero purpose. Like I should not be there whatsoever. Like I'm the the, the two other judges were like they're like really famous like chefs. Like oh. they do this their entire lives, and like they're going into it. They're like dissecting it. They're like, well, the sausage was a little bit salty, but if you put a little bit of parsley on top, it would have really brought the dish together. Right. Like they're all saying stuff like this, and I'm just sitting there in the middle, literally. Like my, my main point would always be. I would always go. My mom used to make this, and this was this was pretty close to what my mom would make it like. So I like it. Like that's what I would say. And I was I was and 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 the worst part is it, they were kids. So so, what do you say to a kid? Like yeah. how do you how do you make sure you don't hurt this kid's feelings? How do you feelings? let them know their food isn't good? Yeah, and like and the worst part is the way chopped the way chopped works is that it starts with four kids, and every round one one kid gets chopped. Yeah. So one person gets fucking eliminated, and Ooh. that's crazy. So the first round, we had to eliminate someone. I had no idea what to expect of how elimination works, and they said, "Sorry, but you're chopped." And they cut the girl. Or they cut the girl or the, or the boy, and they just started bawling. Just oh. started bawling their eyes out right oh in front of me. God. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And these kids have waited months. They've been watching Chopped for years. Sure, like this is what inspired them to ever cook is this show. So, like, I'm here now. I'm here now, being one of the judges, deciding whether or not <laughs> these kids who have been doing this their yeah. entire lives they might watch your videos. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> these kids have been like training for this like their entire young lives, right? For like the last three, four years. And to, to, you know, to be in front of food critics. And then there's me who knows nothing about food yeah. deciding whether or not they should go to the next round. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is so unfair. It's not but, that intense. But, They're but not the gymnasts. But the kids love it. Like even, even when they get chopped, like just being – and the people on the show, oh my god, it is fucking crazy to watch this. They are so nice to the kids. Yeah. Like it's so cool. Like watching like the producers and like everybody talk to the kids, it's so crazy. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like you're doing so great. You're, like they're, it's because they never talk to like, like me or you know a producer would never talk to anybody like that unless they're kids. And it was just really, it was like it was watching people, it was like watching the producers babysit and film a TV show at the same time. It was really really cool. Um, but yeah, other than kids crying, um, it was it was great. It was so interesting to me, so interesting to me, chopping little kids and making sure that that they weren't too hurt. It's tough hiring people, right, Jay? Yeah, I know. I found you, and you know it was it was a hard search when you when you hired me. Mm-hmm. Well, you should have used ZipRecruiter because ZipRecruiter sends your job to over a hundred of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. 
we met a we, we met a guy on the street the other day who was at a competing company, and I got really mad. I was like, I'm a ZipRecruiter guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We met someone from a competing company, and it was not cool because ZipRecruiter is definitely the way to go. And you could try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash Nash. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash N-A-S-H, Nash. ZipRecruiter.com slash Nash. That goes right to my inbox, guys. So Zip, I'll be looking. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We um we hung out with a mime last week. Oh my god! Which, yeah. which was it's really I don't think a lot of people know what it's like to hang out with a mime. It's the fucking worst. <laughs> we, we we have a really good friend named Mister Nick who's a mime that we found for the videos, and we loved we love him. Yeah, Mr. He, he's, he's so really funny. good in the videos. The first hour you hang out with a mime <laughs> is magical. Yeah, it's very funny, and we're laughing, and he's doing all the shtick. But we hung out with him for eight hours, and at one point, um, David saw me do this. At one point, I told him at the bar, I go. I go, I go. Can you just take the makeup off and we can hang out regular? Yeah. And he got really sad. And yeah, he and he wouldn't sad. do it. And he's like, he's this mime, Mister Nick. He's all about the magic of being the mime. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was, I was like, listen, Mister Nick, I'll give you two thousand dollars right now <laughs> yeah. if you just break your character and you just start talking, please, for the love of God, start talking. And he and he writes on his. He has a little fucking etch a sketch that he has with him, <laughs> and he writes on. And he goes, I can't, I can't do it. It's for the magic. And we're like, okay, fuck. So he wouldn't. It's crazy because he he doesn't say anything, but he's always bouncing around trying to get your attention because he's always yeah. trying to communicate with you. Yeah. And you have to make eye contact with him because you can't. You can't see. You have to read. You have to read his board. It's it's almost like being with someone who's in a hospital. You know, who's yeah, like who's very like, sick, who's eating who's, food through a tube. Yeah, and yeah. writing everything down, more applesauce, and he'll. And it's he'll, also like communicating with like a really smart baby who doesn't know how to talk <laughs> yet, but they're really good with their hands and like motions. And it's like it's the worst because it's like I remember I was sitting in the car. He was sitting in the back seat, and I was asking where everybody wanted to go eat, and I, and I was like, Nick, where do you want to go eat? And I didn't hear anything. And I forgot that he was a mime for a second. And I got, like, angry. I was like, Nick, where do you want to – and I was like, fuck, he's a mime. So I had to go look back, and he was already holding up his sign saying he wanted burgers. So, so and, and, it, and it's weird because he, he doesn't make a noise, but he was by far the loudest for some I, – I, I don't know. He was – he doesn't make sounds, but he was the most annoying out of all of us. Somehow, somehow he, he was the one drawing the most attention. Yeah, somehow he was, and it's like, and it's so funny because like you get so used to him and you start to get annoyed by him, <laughs> um, but then you get new people that come in <laughs> and like that have never seen a mime, and they go, "Oh my god, it's a mime!" <laughs> and like, and like you just want to go up to those people and go, "It's not fun. <laughs> Try being here for eight hours." It's like it's so funny, and then and then Mr. Nick gets so excited because there's a new person that appreciates him. You know, I've never talked to him. No, I'll, I've never spoken. I've never. Joe ran into him on a video. Uh, Joe from Teeny Weenie Podcast. Yeah, he Joe, ran into him without the makeup once. Our friend Joe ran into him when Mr. Nick wasn't wearing the my makeup, and Joe couldn't recognize him. And and then and then no, Joe was like, "I know you. I I know you." Yeah. And, then, and, and it was him. Yeah, and then Mr. Nick revealed himself to be the mime. I don't know. Remember when you were trying to pay him in the in the driveway, like the first time you met him, and you're like, "How much do I owe you?" Oh my god, that was the worst. <laughs> just, just, just fucking tell me it's just you and I. Here. No, it wasn't that. It was, it was. He came for like a party or something, right? I think it was for Zane's birthday. Yes. Yeah, he came for Zane's birthday, and we were in the drive. I don't know if I told the story before, but we were in the driveway, and I needed a police costume right. because the police strippers canceled on us. 
and he goes, he motions to me, and he goes, I, I. he's like tapping his chest, and he's like telling me, he's like, I have a police costume. Like that's after like two minutes, I'm like, oh, oh, he has a police costume. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? And, and this is like, like this is like a really big deal because this is like a huge birthday party I was trying to throw on for Zane. Like uh, that, that's the one where Kendall, we surprised him with Kendall, and it was like. It was really tough because there was a lot of moving parts, and I was filming and everything. I was filming everything, and I was like leading the whole thing, the whole shoot for it. So I was very, very stressed out. And he's like, "I have a police costume," and this is him without, without, without him talking. And I'm like, "Where is it, Mister Nick? Where is it?" And he goes, "That's all you hear him do." Is, and he's like pointing, like he's like making a house out of his hands. And I'm like, "Great, it's at fucking home. It's at home." And I'm like, "Okay, um, um, give me your keys. I'll have my assistant run and get it." Mm. And and then he's like trying to and then, and then he's like and then he's like motioning something and he and for like two minutes I'm like I, I'm like Mr. Nick I don't know what you're doing and I'm so stressed out because I have to go back inside and film and I'm like Mr. Nick please and, w- and meanwhile Natalie's at a store trying to find uh, a police outfit it's eleven o'clock at night no stores are open she's having a difficult time so this is my last hope so I'm like Mr. Nick please how do I get to your home <laughs> and she goes and he goes and and then and then. I want run inside and I get him a pen and paper and he finally goes, he goes, my roommate, my roommate's inside my house. I don't have keys, but you need to call my roommate. And, and I go, okay, call your fucking roommate. And he, and he motions to me and he goes, I can't talk. I can't talk. <laughs> and I go, just give me the fucking phone. Just give me the fucking phone. And, and I take his phone from him and I'm calling his roommate and his roommate's not picking up because he's asleep. And then I'm trying to get Mr. Nick's keys, but he won't give them to me because he's confused. He's like, you won't know. And he's like trying to give me directions on how to get up to his house. Right. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Like, you just need to talk. And I was like, please, for the love of God, just please talk. I was like, we were in my driveway. I'm like, there's no one here. It's me, my camera inside the house it's just me and you just please talk and tell me how to get this police costume and i was so stressed out i was i was screaming at this point and he wouldn't tell me he wouldn't break character and and, and i and i think that's incredible but the most fucking annoying thing on the planet (laughs) i was um, this is it was my last straw with this guy um but yeah but he's very talented too we should say that he's He's, been great in the videos and he's he's very sweet he's like the sweetest guy ever he's very funny he's very nice (laughs) just don't hang out with him for 10 hours a day yeah just be careful i went bowling the other day with my um daughter and and my my grandma uh, my mom and uh, son and uh wow your mom's not gonna like that my grandmother (laughs) you just called her that old your ex my Uh, ex um and um, so, you know, you can get put bumpers up on the bowling alley. Yeah. So Charlie gets bumpers, and me and Wyatt don't get bumpers, right? And so Charlie is bowling, and um, she's, like, getting, like, strike after strike after strike, but hitting the bumpers or whatever. So finally my mom, my mom just, just like, the whole time she's like, Go, Charlie! Go, Charlie! Oh, my God, Charlie! Another one! And then finally, like, at the sixth string, she goes, Charlie! It's unbelievable. You're having the game of your life. The ball goes to the gutter, and then it automatically just starts and goes to the middle. Get the fuck out. And I go, I go, I go, the bumpers are up. And she was like, oh, oh. She's like, I thought she was having the game of her life. Oh, my God. It was so funny. It is a little dark at pins, but... Um, it's also a really dark story. It almost just sounds. Why like was it, it dark? It almost just sounds like your mom's losing it. <laughs> That's like, no, you can't see the bumpers. If my mom said that. I'd be like, oh my god, we need to take you. We need to take you to someone to go see and check up on you. I love you. Take it there. That was we- that's weird. That that's so funny. Jeff was going dark yesterday in New York. We woke up and we were taking the cab uh, to come see you at the show. And uh, and I said, I said, you know what? I said, 
I said, there's so many beautiful girls here in New York and they seem so different. And uh, I said, maybe I could meet a girl in New York and, uh, and you know, marry her and we could all move to LA. Maybe that would be sure. smart. Sure, family he's just like, he's just like, he's like, yeah, but then, you know, she'll come out there and she'll be like, I don't have any friends. And then she'll be like, I don't have a job. And then she'll be like, why are you out here? And she's like, why'd you move me out here? And he's just all day just taking it. I'm like, you're taking everything to a dark Works place. With Jeff and uh, apparently uh, they banned Snapple bottles in like parts of New York. I love this story. They used to have like they used to have like bottle Snapple bottle, like glass Snapple bottles. Glass Snapple. And they had to get rid of them because people <laughs> people would use them as weapons, and people like Jeff himself would throw it at people. That's how you greet people in Staten Island. You <laughs> smash a Snapple bottle. Yeah, so is that true? So I mean, it's probably like a cost thing, but I know he, Jeff was saying all his friends in Staten Island were bummed out when they went to plastic because you could no longer smash someone's head. I mean, part of it is Jeff is kidding. Well, but he's not because he was telling me that you guys were you guys were going for a walk together and you were talking about the Snapple bottles the entire day. We were. And then you got to a restaurant and you asked the guy at the restaurant, where are the glass Snapple bottles? And the guy at the restaurant goes, oh, they got rid of them. Too many people were hitting, up, uh, hitting each other's heads with it. Just to reaffirm everything you guys have been talking about. Is that true? The, I mean, Dad, that's what he said. But, you know, everyone in Staten Island is funny. So it's hard to tell if people you are kidding You think everyone's in on the same joke? I think everyone is funny in Staten Island. That's my theory. No, I think, <laughs> I think people were actually using it to fucking kill each other with it yeah it's possible it's we, we we don't really know we'll never know the truth behind jeff's you know past jeff's talking about cloning nerf that was the we, we all sat down for dinner last night and it's me and cloning natalie. his dog yeah natalie's mom natalie's grandmother and the first thing out of jeff's mouth is what do you guys think i'm gonna clone my dog for fifty thousand dollars and he was dead serious that's not a bad idea at all why what do you mean for a video or for life for everything a clone dog? A clone dog is not going to be the same dog. It's not going to be the same personality. It's weird. It's weird to clone your dog. <laughs> I don't think so, Jay. I do, bro. I would clone the fuck out of my dog. Would you clone him? Would you clone a, a person? Yeah, I would clone a person. Who would you clone? Me. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, David? Hey, David. I'd get more work done. <laughs> I always say, man, if I could have... Like I, if I could have Natalie's job, we'd get a lot more work done. <laughs> so I'd, I'd clone myself and fire Natalie. <laughs> Natalie, you've been replaced. Think- What's up, Natalie? <laughs> 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 She'd be so annoyed with two of me. I got your job now, bitch. And I wouldn't have to pay me as much. Oh, my God. But do you think that do you think that the second you would get annoyed with the you because well, you're so tough on your that, assistant? That's the question. <laughs> is would why is David being so hard on me today? Oh right, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's such a good point. Right. If I clone myself, would he expect to be paid, or would he, or would he just be? Do you know what I mean? No, he would become his own person. Of course, he'd be expect to be paid. Oh, okay. So if I clone myself, right, he wouldn't be like my slave. No, you'd have to fight with him all the time. And he'd, he'd be a genuine person with actual rights. Like, he'd be a human. Yeah, he's not your slave. You're I not going to enslave yourself. I know, but, like, let's think about this because cloning isn't a thing yet, so there aren't rules for it yet. So I don't know if he's – he's. I don't know. That's What, really what would be cool is he'll know exactly what you're thinking before you even do it. So, like, a really good assistant knows, like, I know he's going to want this. Oh. this. It would be on another level. Wow. You, so I'd clone him and I'd be like – I want you to be my assistant. And he'd be like, and let me guess, you don't want to pay me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd be like, yeah, how'd you know? And he'd be like, because I'm you. That's really funny. Wow, that's really interesting. Oh, so you think I'd have to pay him? Um, 
Of course, I mean that would. But be knowing the right thing me, if do. I was my own assistant, yeah, I would, I would be like, "Fuck this! I'm not working for this guy. I'm going to start my own thing." <laughs> and, then, and then my my clone would start his own YouTube channel, A competing channel, and he'd compete with me in life. And now there'd be two of me out there in the world doing this whole entertainment thing, and it'd be really tough. Hey, can I get your read on something? Wait, I'm not done talking about the cloning <laughs> shit. Oh, finish it then. It's just really interesting. I, and you wouldn't clone your dog? No. No, absolutely not. We we had a golden retriever. Wait, husband. is he trying to clone it to Wait, when you clone it does does like let's say let's say this dog has like um uh this dog has cancer. Yeah. Does it clone the cancer? It does, right? So this I guess so. Like if the dog has a limp, the new dog's going to have a limp too. Well, no, that no, not at all cuz that limp probably was developed by Nerf like, you know, just over the years walking too much or something. Oh, when you clone a dog. Oh, duh. So when duh, as if I know, you get a fresh dog. You get a fresh dog. Fresh dog, yeah. Oh, so that looks like your last dog. So it's from the beginning. But I don't think it has the same personality. No, no, no. But how old is it? Nerf's twelve. So will the new dog be zero and one and two and three and four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's a baby. So if I call myself, I'd have a baby, David. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. This is amazing. (laughs) Because I'm always scared that when I get too old, I won't be able to do my job. But now I'll just be able to do my job through me. Through baby David. Wow. I've always thought about it. Imagine how fucked up it would be as if we as if we got somehow we recorded all these vlogs. Yeah. Like years ago. Like we recorded these vlogs like twenty five years ago and people don't know. Yeah. And we're just slowly releasing them right now. But really we're all just old people right now, just raking in the money. I wonder what the audience thinks of this side of you. It's it's a side that's coming out more and more. It's like conspiracy Dave. <laughs> It's like it's like David like David, like David took mushrooms. David took shrooms. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't do mushrooms. But but yeah, it's been coming out a lot more. I think the I mean I actually like it. It gives your makes your personality more dynamic. I guess it is very interesting. Who knows? But okay, so I, you wouldn't clone your dog. We had Hudson the golden retriever, and then he died, and then we bought Duke another golden retriever that looked just like him. I just would do that. And they're different. And the and what Hudson was better. Wow. Hudson was smarter. Oh my god, that is so and less sad. annoying. What if Duke listens to this podcast? Oh fuck! Rough, 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 rough. And my ex, Marnie, would you clone your kids? I, I mean, if there was like a dire situation, yeah. If one of your kids was dying of a terminal illness, would you clone your oh, kid? Man, I can't believe we're going here. Uh, yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. yeah, I guess if it would if it would bring them back in the it same wouldn't exact bring them, way, it wouldn't bring them back in the same exact way. It'd be entirely selfish. Your son would die. That'd be a completely different soul, and then there'd be a new soul. But he'd look exactly like your son, talk exactly like your son. But he wouldn't be the same. He wouldn't be the same. Yeah, you're right. What would you do? You win that one, Dave. You'd let your son die. Wow, I can't believe we're going here. <laughs> no, I um, <laughs> no. If if I if I had kids, I would I would not clone my son. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's fucked up. I, I, I honestly, you're presenting an idea that I haven't thought about. Okay, that's fucked up on a, on a podcast that's going out to a million. It's people. fucked up that you're even thinking about it, uh, bro. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm coming from a good place. I'm thinking no. about my son and my daughter. No. you didn't say they wouldn't be the exact same. No, it's like you're replacing your kid. You can't. No, do you that. didn't say. We don't know that. They, well, it, now we know. Jason Ash is a fucked up father. Oh, shit, exposed. You're a horrible human. I okay, what exposed. were you gonna say? You needed my opinion on something. Oh, I need your opinion on but something. I was so into cloning. Uh, right, we'll, we'll, guys, don't worry. We'll do a separate podcast all on cloning. Yeah, <laughs> talking about something we know nothing about. 
Um, okay, go. Okay, so I was look. I was in the airport. We all had a rough day at the airport yesterday with so many delays. And then when I landed in uh, Chicago, I just saw a sea of people, like thousands of people trying to get on their plane, so pissed off at like 1030 at night. And I thought, at one point, this is all going to be gone. It'll be so archaic, right? This idea of oh, yeah. getting on a plane, getting your luggage on the plane, waiting for your luggage. We'll have a portal system. Now, my question to you. Oh, teleporting. Oh, this entire podcast is like we fucking <laughs> drank absinthe or some kind of really. It's David and Jason. Science and beyond. Science and beyond on mushrooms. All right, guys. Um, you know there was like one science nerd that was about to click off after cloning. He was like, ah, oh, no more cloning. Fuck this. I'm not listening to this. And then you go, but portals. And he goes, oh, okay. I'm back in. <laughs> so, so I... I wanted to throw out two names for a portal system that we were arguing about last night. This would be like the the name of the company. Oh, okay. okay. Now, which one do you like better? And I respect your opinion. You're a businessman. Yeah. Would you rather the company be called Whoosh? Whoa, holy fuck. That's or, pretty good. Or Bloop. <laughs> Those are both really good. Whoosh or Bloop? Yeah. Damn. Because we were arguing last night. That's a really good question. And I didn't know it was going to be that good. Like, when you said whoosh, I was like, there's nothing better than whoosh. <laughs> but bloop, whoosh, whoosh is you just portaled away. Yeah. Bloop is you just showed up. <laughs> well, it, it also depends on how how it works. Do you disintegrate? It's easy. I have the answer. Okay. You or do you bloop? It's not. It's, it's bloop. Okay. It's, yes, that's mine. It's not whoosh. Why? Because whoosh is you just went away. You just disappeared. <laughs> whoosh. But bloop is you just showed up. You appeared. Yeah. And you don't want people to think that they'll disappear and they'll just go away. <laughs> you want people to know that they've arrived. I, and that's I why you this. choose bloop. Because I love this. bloop, you've arrived at your new destination. And, and it can be used as a verb. Where do you want to bloop today? <laughs> yeah, right? Wow. You're right. Pilot to co-pilot, this is Bloop Airways. Uh, we got about uh, a three-second flight. We have seven people blooping it. It's so crazy because like, that may happen in the future. There may be fucking portals. And they're going to call it Bloop. And someone's going to dig this up. I don't know how they're going to listen to podcasts. Yeah. But some, they're going to dig this up. And and they're going to be like, wow, this is where they first came up with the name Bloop. Maybe you, just, you just solved maybe one of the toughest parts of teleportation, mm-hmm. the name. Thank you. Now that we have that, the rest of it may just come easy. Also, Bloop sounds like Silicon Valley tech people, like it's safe. No, Bloop sounds amazing. Yeah, but you know it what, sounds Elon Musky. But you know what Bloop also sounds like? What? It sounds like it's gonna turn evil. <laughs> <laughs> like AI? Yeah, it turns like it sounds like like an AI like that's gone evil, like that like be, like it uh, sounds like someone made a robot. This is Bloop, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, "Hi, I'm Bloop." And then I'm gonna kill you. And then all of a sudden, it's like the bloops have turned on everybody. Yeah. And then bloops are evil. That's what bloop sounds like to me. <laughs> it sounds like it has a little bit of an evil side to it. <laughs> Hello, David. But yeah, portals. Yeah. I do think portals. Imagine how much we would get done with teleportation. Oh my god! Imagine you want to like go to Vegas and like shoot your video, and you like grab Heath, you throw him in the portal in your backyard, and you're there. It would also take the magic away of like traveling and like. Yeah. It would ruin a lot. Well, just as social media uh, and texting has taken away a lot. You know, like if you like a girl now, it, you know right away. Or they, it causes all these problems. But before, you'd, like, you'd really like pine over yeah. her. Yeah. Now you can just ask her. right away. Be like, hey, want to go out? No? Yes? Okay. And then now you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It would, it would, it would, ruin, like, it would ruin travel, you know? Because travel is like this big thing that like, takes a lot to do. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like right. the whole trip. It's like, you know what it is? It's like, have you ever gone to six? I've gone to Six Flags and it was raining, like drizzling, like very little rain. Right. Enough where no one showed up, but not enough where the rides were canceled. <laughs> so I was literally the only one there. And the bi- the biggest ride there was the Raging Bull. You went by and yourself? I, well, I went with my friend oh. and we were the only two people there. And we went on the Raging Bull. And we, we got done with the rage. It's the most popular ride there. The ride's always an hour or two hours, sure. the, the wait. And then and then the, we, we did the ride, and we came back to the station, and they, and they, they, and they go, you want to go again? And we were sure. We didn't even get unbuckled. We did it three to four times. We just sat in one seat. That's the best. Because no one was, no one was at the park. Oh no God. one was at the park. So we just kept doing it over and over again. And then we, got, and then we were having the time of our lives for about 45 minutes. Oh. And, and then we got bored because we're just like, everything's just given to us now. Like, it's like, there's no wait. Right. We're not waiting for the ride. Like we can get on any ride we want instantaneously. It's like, it's like beating a video game. Like, you know, when you beat a video game and you have all the unlocks and like, it's not fun anymore because you don't have to work for anything. Yeah. That's like what it would be. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? You better help online counseling is there for you. They have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in anger, family conflict, self-esteem, anxiety, relationships, sleeping trauma, depression, stress, all kinds of stuff. Guys, anything you share with them is confidential. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time. There's no additional charge. There's over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, guys. You can schedule a video or a phone session. It's available worldwide. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's smart, secure, convenient, professional, and definitely affordable. Best of all, like I said, it really is affordable. Views with David Dobrik and Jason Ash listeners. Get 10% off your first month with discount code VIEWS. Why not get started today? Go to BetterHelp.com slash VIEWS. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash views. Betterhelp.com slash views. When I went to Burning Man, um, they hit a sta- we hit a sandstorm, and I was in a tent with a girl, and she was like very experienced, and I was like, this sucks. I'm like, I can't believe we all came here. This sucks. And she was like, she's like, no, that's part of Burning Man. When you make it through the storm... It makes everything better when it ends. Oh wow! And yeah. then and it did. The sandstorm ended, and it was like incredible. Oh wow! Yeah, I guess you're right. That yeah. is that is pretty cool. Watch that's, out for those sandstorms, Dave. And that's why Bloop doesn't work. <laughs> what? Well, that was, what do you mean? Well, that's why I was. No, making, no, no, it's coming. No, that's why I was making the point. I was saying if you take away the waiting and the, I just need one hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> if you if you take away the the frustration of traveling, then I feel like you're not going to enjoy the destination as much. And then why wouldn't you just bloop into a bank and take all the money? Well, you 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 can only bloop into other bloop areas. Oh, oh, oh right. So like <laughs> like when bloop first is going to be invented, I have a feeling it's only going to be New York to LA. It's going to be you can now bloop from New York to LA <laughs> or back, and, and then you're going to see a commercial, and and it's going to be bloop now open in Chicago, <laughs> yeah. Milwaukee, yeah. and. Denver. <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay, great. And then you're going to see commercial. Bloop is going international. Bloop is going overseas. Yeah. And now you can bloop to Europe. So you can only bloop to other portals. And then <laughs> thousands of years into the future, thousands, you're going to have bloop in your home. <laughs> bloop from the very own comfort of your own home. <laughs> and then that's going to be great. But it's going to raise an issue. Yeah. It's going to raise, can people bloop to my house? Yeah. Now that I can bloop out of my house. 
like will people be able to bloop into mine well you'd have like a lot and then bloop will put out a whole press release and go no 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 you can turn your bloop (laughs) off when you're not using it so no one will have access to your bloop unless our customers are the most important things to us here at bloop yeah yeah you'd have a lock on your bloop and then there's going to be conspiracy theorists like they're 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 feeding they're feeding gases into your home through the bloop and they're making you vote for a certain uh political party and then you know and then that's all gonna go so yeah bloop is and and guys so let's just name this podcast bloop yeah and we've officially <laughs> lost our minds here so we're sorry um yeah i mean it all it all sounds very it all sounds like a fun time but a scary time so thank you for listening to our podcast this has been a views podcast a very scientific and drugged out podcast uh, my name is Jason. No, it's fuck. My name is David. <laughs> fuck. I'm David's clone. My name is David. <laughs> and that's Jason. And we're fucking high. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, this has been the Beast Podcast. We'll see you guys later. My name's Jack. Oh.